and welcome back. This is Diane. And I'm Michelle. And we are excited to have a special guest, Christina Royster. Hello. Hi, everyone. My daughter. Yes, I am Diane's daughter. And I'm also the host of the Young Black and Opinionated podcast. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So today, we are going to be talking about what women want in a partner. Whether you have male, female, whatever your partner may be, is it reasonable or is it too much? Hmm. Well, I wanted to start the conversation with um, something I had learned from Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. He has a big social media following and He's really big with my generation because he's a, in his 30s, I think, and I'm 27 years old. Okay. And so he had this, he really got popular in about 2018, 2019 with his relationship goals series. Mm-hmm. And on part four of that series, he said that men need three things and women need three things. Okay. And let me guess, sex? Sex is on the list. <laughs> so we can start with this. He said men need honor slash respect. Okay. They need support. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they need sex. Of course. <laughs> he specifically said, don't leave your husband thirsty. Sex, sex, and sex. Okay. But then for women, sex was not on the list. He really? said women need security, affection, and communication. And sex is not. So I find that interesting because I can speak <laughs> as, well, now I'm in my 50s, but most of my friends, when we went through our 40s, Sex was like at the top yeah. of the list, and I can speak for me. Sex is still at the top of the well, list for me. I it's haven't, so I haven't uh, lately, but <laughs> God help the man when he comes along. Well, recently <laughs> we have that show on Netflix called Love Is Blind. So let's start there. Looks are looks do matter. Can we agree? Like looks, mm. looks, sex. So I will say, and I've had this conversation with my daughter, who's twenty five. She's still into the looks. And when I was in my 20s and even 30s, I mean, I was married during that time. But looks were important mm-hmm. to me. As I, since I've been divorced in my 40s and now 50s, looks are not at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Now, there needs to be some attraction. But I find for me, it's the intellectual and how a man yeah. treats yeah. me that is at the top of the list and surpasses the whole looks. Now, mm-hmm. he can't be looking like... Uh, Who shot uh, John? Correct. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong with that, but looks are not in my top three. Mm, well, I want to say, I don't think looks have ever been a big factor for me. Now, mind you, if I see a good looking man in a suit smelling good, I'm going to be like, mm. yeah. like automatically, <laughs> forgive me, my juices is going to start running. <laughs> but... To say I'm going to dismiss a guy because he's ugly, like he can not be the finest man around. But if he has swag, Mm -hmm. if he's treating me nice, all of a sudden he is looking like Prince Charming to me. And that's it for me. What are your thoughts? Looks are still important to me. In my (laughs) 20s, I'm not. I actually have kind of gone out of my comfort zone where somebody I wasn't super attracted to treated me so nicely. I even wrote a blog post about it on YBO when I still had the blog. And I was like, dude, looks really matter, you know? Because remember, like, when Steve Urkel was going after Laura, but then he turned into the hot guy and she suddenly liked him. And I was like, dang, am I that shallow? Like, I always didn't. I thought I was more than that. I thought I, I was more intellectual than that. And I didn't care about looks. But I'm starting to realize looks do matter. And like you said, I'm 27 now. 
I think my my boyfriend's so handsome right now, but what about in 20 years if he puts on some weight? Like, am I still going to look at him the same, you know? So I have thought about that. But these are things that I didn't um, think about until I became older. Yeah. Like you, when I was in my 20s, that mattered. Like, what attracted me to my now ex-husband were his looks. Mm -hmm. That was the first thing that drew me to him. Yeah. And then after conversation and everything else, and we discussed our life goals, blah, 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 then everything else fell into yeah. place. But now, and I guess because I'm older, and I'm like, I don't have that much time, <laughs> to be totally honest. Also, I kind of look like, at myself, and I'm like, okay, I'm no Beyonce, so I can't expect, you know, Chadwick Boseman. Like, I don't but know. But now, are you putting yourself... Be like saying, I gotta settle for what I get. True. Like, I don't. I hate when people think, especially being a plus size woman, they think, oh, uh, fat girls want anybody. You'll look, take anybody. Look at like, Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. She ain't got no issues with her, her fat, okay? And Gabrielle, what's her name? The oh, yeah, Gabrielle Sinabay got a husband. She has okay. a husband. So, so it's, it's not that. My little curves ain't all of that, right? But then at what point do we make. Like, we have lists of what we would love to have in a party. Yeah, I wanted to ask y'all about that. Because for me, dating in high school, college, I always had my mental list. Like, he mm -hmm. has to be six foot tall. He has yep. to have a job, a car, an apartment. Mind you, I'm 22. I don't even have all those things. But <laughs> I want a man to have those things. And so, my list has kind of changed. But, as but why? Why do, do we make the list? Do we make that kind of list? I want him to have a job. I want him to have an apartment. I'm thinking because we're looking past just this relationship. Like, I'm looking, are you a, fu a future? Are you a, a candidate for my future? Definitely. Women look for security. I want someone who I can feel safe and secure with. And part of that security is being able to hold me down if I'm unable to or yeah. being able to provide and add to, to what I currently can do. And, I, and we're not saying... I want you to take care of me because I feel like if you need me to hold you down, I'm going to do the same for you if you lose your job. I mean, as a matter of fact, with your dad, he did lose his job. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to kick him to the curb, but I had lost my job at a certain point. Is you this know, when you guys were married. Though? Yeah, when we were married. See, it's it's different for me because I'm dating. I don't got no kids. Mm -hmm. I don't have a husband. Like so, that's my thing, though. When you're with a guy now, okay. If I'm paying all the bills and I can't trust you to have me now, are you even marriage material? Yeah, definitely. Because then we get married. Am I still gonna be in the same boat? Okay, well, I'm paying all the bills, but if I lose my job, then who carries all of us? But my question then goes: If your partner you're not married or what have you, is he going through a dry spell? Is he being proactive and trying to find a job That's and trying to provide? That's the yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if he's sitting at home, sipping a beer, Jody, watching the game. Jody, driving your car. Right, driving yeah. your car, and then you come in from a hard day work, and he expects you to cook and clean and still maintain the That's house and do no. all of that. That's, That's a no. no. But if he fell on hard times and he's actively trying to find a job and he's holding you down in other ways, when you come home from work, he has yeah. the meal mm -hmm. um, prepared and he's cleaned the house and done the laundry. I think 
there should be a grace period for that, even though you're not married, because he is still a good man, yeah. but he's just in a rut for right and now. I, and I think you can tell whether he's a good man or whether he's a slacker. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are his values, his moral? Does he feel bad when you pay a bill that's and the thing. he can't Some contribute? guys don't. And Some that's guys an and that's a red don't flag. even matter if you're paying all the bills and stuff. But I have been in a situation where I was kind of the breadwinner. And my man has just been like, oh, so embarrassing. Like, I can't even buy you flowers. So like, that, that shows. He genuinely hurts and cares. Right. That, like, then I would give him a chance in that. Yeah. But how long is too long of a chance? Exactly. Because I was going to ask y'all, you know, I have some friends my age dealing with this. I'm like, girl, we too young to be having a man sleep on your couch. Like, how? like I just said, if we're not married, you have that lifelong commitment. I said to you for better or worse. So I meant that. Me, I didn't make a commitment. We've been dating for how many years? Like. But what's fair and what's not fair? Yeah. What's giving him an opportunity to try to bounce back on his feet versus after two weeks, you got to go. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, back to that Security. Pastor Todd thing, the second thing that, that it said men needed was what? Men need respect. They need support. Support and respect. So the thing is... If he is a man that you know he's not a slacker, he's just fell on hard times, but now every day you're badgering him, you're taking away his, his, his manhood, mm-hmm. you are pressing him down. And it's just like, like I think about uh, how the black women had to hold their men up in the Jim Crow era mm-hmm. in the Jim Crow era they were told they were nothing in the street by white people mm-hmm. and then they have to come home that woman made it her business to lift him up mm-hmm. he's being tore down outside the home in the home I'm going to make him king but I feel like some women we take that maternal instinct a little too far, and then you are raising a grown man. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, I don't want to build a bear. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I want you to have that drive to do it for yourself. I don't want to be begging you like get a job, get a no, job. Like, no, no. So then that goes back to the question: When is enough? Yeah. When do you let loose? Especially if you're not in that committed married relationship. When do you then say it's time to move on? Yeah. Because you don't want to be stuck in the same rut a year from now. That's because true. that's a year that you can't bring back. That's true. But you don't want to be premature and not be supportive of him. Yeah. And after 30 days, kick him to the curb. Yeah. So um, it's like that's where it becomes a little sticky. And then in our situation, as we've gotten older, we're divorced women or whatever. <clears throat> are our standards of what we want in this time in our life reasonable or are we not rational and i think it's reasonable i honestly don't think that women be asking for too much that was the question that you started with and i just feel like i'm not asking for you to buy me chanel bags and fly me out to paris and all that stuff now i think that's unreasonable yeah that's crazy if there are women my age who really expect their 30 year old boyfriend to pay all their bills and take care of their nails and their hair and stuff i like being independent and my boyfriend appreciates that about me as well he was like I, I knew when I started dating you, you were good. You don't need me. You're here because I want you to, not because I need you, you know? Yeah. But now, being the independent women that I know <coughs> the three of us are, 
is that intimidating to some men? And is that why oftentimes women are single? Because mm -hmm. men feel intimidated by that independence. And I can speak for me, and I know this is a flaw to some extent for me. I don't have patience. Yeah. So you take me, me off one time, you're done. Yeah. And I've gotten to the age where I'm like, I'm good by myself, but am I? Yeah. We still want, look at this list. We want that affection. We want it from somebody. Right. And sometimes we pick the wrong person. Yeah, but my thing is when you say, um, is that why we're single? I'm thinking any man, and it's been a struggle for me to find somebody, <laughs> but I figure those are just not the men for me. If I have to dummy down who I am, mm -hmm. then he's not strong enough to be with me anyway. Yeah, right? that's insecure. If a, if a man ever told me, like, oh, quit your job or you make more than me, I'm like, get over it. Like, <laughs> I don't even you. feel when we're out and about men, I guess it's our presence or how we present mm -hmm. ourselves. They won't even approach us at yeah. this point. So it's so like, is he a strong man? No, they or know am that, I going to the right places to find that man? I think they know that we're out of their league. You can tell when a woman, Michelle, you have your hair done, your nails right. done. Like we don't look like all the other girls out in Philly, you know? <laughs> correct, correct. So I don't think we're asking too much because I mean, what? Okay, what are we asking? I'm, I am asking for. I want an equal. Period. I want a partner. I but what also does that look like? yeah. What does that look like? So if you make less than me, then at least you can carry your weight around the house. Like you just said, I don't want to be the one bringing in the bacon and cooking it too. Right. right. <laughs> like I, there's other ways that you can kind of have that balance. Like maybe, and like you said, sometimes I might have to give eighty because he can only give twenty percent today, and I might have he might have to give more or less. You know that is that balance. But I just feel like. People in the dating world today, they have started to like almost ask their spouse to be a part, a parent. Like mm -hmm. people expect you to pay their bills and 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 cook dinner for them and all that stuff without really bringing anything else to the table. Like, what do you bring to the table? You know. Well, here's my list, <laughs> and I don't think it's unreasonable. And also with the whole list thing, there was some other sermon or public speaker who was like, "You're gonna have to change that list if you want." Somebody's not gonna have every single thing on that list. No, they're you think not. You're gonna meet a man who's six foot with no kids and a car and a house. <laughs> I know. And that goes back to the question: Is what we're asking or looking for too much, or is it realistic? What's your list? So my list, <laughs> like you, Michelle. First of all, I'm looking for someone who can make me feel secure. Now, I'm not talking about you make more money than me, you can pay my bills. I'm talking about, first of all, can I trust you with my feelings? Mm -hmm. Can I trust you with my heart? Can I trust you to accept who I am as I am? Mm -hmm. And then, are you a God-fearing man? It's going to be hard to find a God-fearing man, but I don't think I'm compromising on that. No, there's some because this is what I need. I need someone who can pour into me emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. Now, it may be unrealistic for me to say, okay, I want him to be six foot four. With, what if he had all those with things abs, and he was five, five? <laughs> With abs. And that's... 
That's a true statement because I'm like, I don't want a shorter man than me. But, but if I found that man and he makes me feel like I want to feel, hey, me and five foot man might just be walking down the aisle. Sometimes the looks, looks do play a big part, but it's not necessarily everything. It's not. And my thing isn't that I need you to be fine. I guess it helps me feel more secure about myself if I'm not the bigger partner here. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a plus size woman. No, yeah. I don't like a skinny dude because then I feel like I'm crushing you. Like, I yeah. Don't I don't want to feel like we're a mismatch because I'm overweight here. Right. So, but yeah, but I do want a man who, and this may be crazy too, but at my age i want a man who has some kind of retirement because i See, don't, i'm not thinking about that at age i'm <laughs> thinking about retirement because can you if let's say you own your own business as a construction worker can you at 60 years old 70 still be out there yeah. doing construction okay so now who's going to pay the bills yeah. do you have some kind of retirement or something so your list has definitely changed over the yes. years <laughs> and i don't think that's asking for too much yeah. you know you don't have to be college educated okay you're a worker that's fine but for some men, they'll be like, oh, you bougie because you want a man with a 401k. Like, No, I just want you to have some kind of income, whether it's Social Security or whatever. You got some kind of income that's going to be coming in at 65. So now my question goes, how important are finances? And the reason why I ask that is when I became divorced, I married for love. And I had it in my head, the next person I'm married will be, be for rich. money. <laughs> I'm not built that way. I was in a situation and it became obvious I'm not built that way because if it was all about money, but yet they lacked making me feel secure and making me feel um, adding to my happiness Mm -hmm. because I don't want anyone that help make me feel happy. I want them to be able to add to my happiness and they were lacking in everything else. But they had that financial piece. And you wouldn't. And I was not. Yeah, I don't care how much money. Okay. And he he had a a ton of money. But I realized in that moment, it's got to be more than just money for me. You know? So like Diane said, right now, what I yearn for is someone who's financially stable. Meaning, like you said, they have a retirement. Like they are set for their future. Mm-hmm. And then when you combine the two, it just adds to it. But I don't want mine to supplement yeah, this, yeah, yeah. You know, and then this the add to my happiness. I want someone who's spontaneous. I want someone if I have a hard day at work, I can come in and they're like, Michelle, your bath is ready. Yes. That's what I'm yearning for. As someone to say, listen. Don't make any plans for Saturday. I made plans for us. I want them to Ooh, take I, I still need a man to take that initiative. Right. <laughs> I want them because I think all day and I want to be able to come home and know I'm good. Yeah. This person is holding me down. They got me. And I want someone to be a friend. To me, yeah. God-fearing and be my best friend. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's me and this person. Definitely. My kids are grown. They're out the yeah. house. And I have to be able to like who I'm living with and be able to see them all day, you know, like every day and be okay with that. And I don't think that's too much to ask for. What is it? 
Would that like does this yeah. person exist? Yes, that's they the thing. Exist. You start once you start to write your list, you're like, I'm making up an imaginary man. Like, no, but but <laughs> so then that. here's the thing. <laughs> then you're settling. So you think if you don't get every single thing on your list, you're well, settling? No, I just feel like the things she asked for, I need a man to hold me yeah, down. Yeah, that's basic. I feel like that's emotionally. Really I don't think that's yeah. unreasonable. Now, if I said I need a man to get my nails done every two weeks, my hair done, take me on a cruise twice a year, I think, okay, those things need to be whittled down. Right. But to say I need somebody who can hold me down emotionally, I don't think that is asking too much. Yeah. I don't think I need to be compromising on those things because otherwise I'm with somebody and I'm not truly happy. Yeah. So have you ever been in a situation where you did start to compromise and you start to resent the man or? I did. Yeah. I was. Yeah. And so what did you do? So I knew when I first met this person that there was not the attraction was limited i knew emotionally they weren't what i wanted but i found myself being with them because it was someone to share spend time yeah. with and over time like we were getting to the silliest of silly arguments and that was out of my character mm-hmm. and i'm like why am i settling for this and i knew but for whatever reason it took me longer than it should have to cut things off. And I feel like women, we put up with a lot, like... Because we don't want to be bad. Yeah. And it wasn't any fault of his. Because I knew, I mean, he thought he was doing all the right things. So I can't even put the blame on him. It was me because I was settling. Yeah. All because I wanted the companionship. You know? And is it fair to the guy? It's not. That you're settling. Because he didn't understand, like, the arguments would be so silly. But... In my mind, they weren't silly, but I knew we weren't a match. Yeah. So it wasn't fair to him because it was a waste of his time and it was a waste of my time. Yeah. I mean, he has since moved on and got married and whatever. And she may be just his type <laughs> and he may be just for her. Correct. But he wasn't for you. He was not for me. But I, I definitely agree with the whole um, we don't want to be alone thing because even yeah. I've had a friend who was like, well, like, you know how the dating scene is now. I don't want to be single. I don't want to go back. So you would rather be with this person that you can't stand than just start over? Like, we're scared to start over. But this is the conversation I've had with Diane. I feel like now I'm at the opposite end of the spectrum because I've come to the conclusion in my brain, I'm going to be alone and I'm good. Knowing I'm really not fully good, but I've convinced myself I am. Mm-hmm. So I don't put myself out there because I've just am like, I'm good. Like yeah. when I open my door, I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to cook. I can spray it, sprawl out across my bed. <laughs> if I don't want to be bothered, if I don't want to wash my behind. I don't That's why I'm saying everybody's always like, like, oh, I need a partner. I need a partner. But then you got to think about the flip side. Like there's some perks of being single. Yeah, <laughs> well, there then are I'm some thinking perks as I get older, my kids have their own lives. And I'm like, who's going to be there when yeah. I need, and that's my and that's the thing. fear that I'm now facing. Like I'm getting older. Yeah, who's yeah. going to be there to take care of me, or we take care of each yeah. other? Yeah, and not so much take care of me, but I don't want to be alone. Right. You know, loneliness is a real thing. It <laughs> Drake is. said, "Who wants to be seventy and alone?" No, right. <laughs> like you have, like I have a good group of friends. But when those friends are gone, okay, we didn't partied hard all day. We didn't had a great time. 
But they go back to their houses. But those friends can't fulfill certain needs. And I was just about to say, well, the sermon went on from Pastor Todd to say that even if you do get these three things from a man, security, affection, communication, there are other things that a man just can't fulfill that you need God for. Your purpose, your identity. Mm -hmm. So I think some people do date not even knowing themselves, and that's a problem. They um, date and get married and yeah. still don't know themselves. And I think that was my issue the first couple times I got married. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I wanted, what I liked, what I didn't like. I just knew I wanted to be married. Yeah. Okay, so what was I bringing to that marriage? A broken person who could not really contribute to make that marriage a, a healthy marriage. Yeah. Because I wasn't whole, and I didn't even know I was whole. It wasn't until two divorces later, and now I'm 52, that I'm like, okay, wow, I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what I can give to somebody else. And I'm grateful that I think I did have more of a dating experience than you. Like, yeah. I went away to college. I had, like, four different boyfriends. And, like, I didn't rush into marriage. I'm still not rushing into marriage. I'm dating my boyfriend now. But we talk about marriage. We want to marry each other. But like you said, finance is a big thing. How are we going to even afford you a ring? You only had four boyfriends. Mm, I'm trying <laughs> I'm like, to think. What? There were some people in between, you know, talking phases. Oh. But now it's like, okay, I do So you mean person. a true boyfriend. Right, right. Yeah, we had a whole lot of situations. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't when I was in college. I had the boy cheating no, on me twice. College, I did not. I'm saying after the second divorce, uh, I did. I a lot of situations. situations. But, <laughs> but yeah, that, like you said, you have to have those experiences to know what you like and what you don't like. I had a boy who cheated on me. I had a boy break up with me in an email. I had in another an email? Yes. <laughs> a poem, Michelle. A poem. A rhyming A-B scheme poem. No. Attached to an email. No. You yes. took the time. To when construct. I look at you, I don't think of marriage. Don't see as happy in a summer Oh my carriage. God, are you serious? Yes, I can still remember to the To me, words. you know, that was really low down. It was really... that. After that, you would think I would be off men. I would be off love. <laughs> look, I'm aging myself. Sex in the City, when Carrie's boyfriend Burger broke up with her on a post-it note. <laughs> no, <laughs> post -it. I just came. <laughs> to me, I, I mean, it is hard to break up with somebody. Because, I mean, you don't want to hurt their feelings, and it's just an awkward situation. Mm -hmm. But don't you think they need that closure? Right, they deserve... Oh, and, of course, wow. we didn't really have closure until three years later, Facebook message. They always want to come back around, but it's like... He Facebook messaged you? Yeah, so... You Dude. Listen, <laughs> he's married now, though. <laughs> Well, and I, I definitely, I'm not bitter. I'm like, good. That person didn't work out for right. me. I'm glad you found your person. Like, that was not my person. Right. Yeah, not your person. And it just takes learning. But when you're in it, you feel so hurt. Like, I thought that was my everything. I thought yeah. that was the one. But there's been, like, four other the ones. Like, <laughs> But when you said about the purpose, and only you could find that in God, being 54 now, and like Diane said, I understand what I want and what I don't want and what I will not tolerate yeah. and what I will. However, I still struggle trying to figure out my purpose. Mm -hmm. I still don't know what my purpose is. And I think when you started dating after your divorce, mom, you were kind of like, what are my hobbies? Like, I don't even have nothing interesting to tell people about myself. Like, but like, I understand myself. Yeah. I know what I like, what I don't like. But like, in the eyes of God, like, I don't know what my and purpose is. And you can't is. find that in a, a man. But yeah. here's my thing. I think we're so busy 
searching for our purpose that we're actually already living our purpose. Mm. Like, um, I didn't realize what effect I had on my friend group until I said I was moving. I didn't realize the effect I had on the people who I was serving at the food pantry until I said, I have to close it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, oh, wow, they were looking at me and saying, oh, you were just such a, a bright ray of sunshine and you treated us so nicely. I didn't see that I was doing that. When you I, I was just doing what I found joy in. Yeah. And I think when you are doing something you find joy in, you're already living your you purpose. To, yeah, it leads you to your purpose. And as soon as you said that, it, a light bulb just went off in my brain. Thinking about like my career and thinking about me moving from one school to the next and the love that was shown. And even with the kids and stuff like that, it wasn't until you said that, that you might be actually right, that I'm living my purpose yeah and yeah. don't even realize and it's it. like we think something gotta fall from heaven drop us and hit us on the head well, oh that's what I was looking yeah for. we all <laughs> your, your purpose is and to speak to the masses right. and but i don't think that's yeah i think we're living our purpose when we are our happiest serving others or you know it's not like I don't feel I'm living my purpose when all I am concerned about is me. Yeah. Right. So have you ever had a situation where you're like, I'm good, I'm confident in my career, and then you had a man who didn't know his purpose? Like, I definitely wouldn't. I'm not asking you to come to me whole, but like I just said, I don't want to have to raise you and build you, and like you have to, you have to have something going for you to talk to me. Yeah. You can't just come up to me and like, oh, I don't got nothing to offer. Like, and that's the thing we're all. Even guys are my purpose, my purpose, my purpose. I think you just have to be happy with yourself. Yeah. If you're happy with yourself, like people are attracted to you, just like you said. Like if you're already that that's how I met my current boyfriend. I was not looking for a boyfriend. I was like, oh, I'm single. I'm gonna be out here just living my life, doing myself. And that's when God brought somebody to me. So I still do believe that's true. Like Oh, it happens when you least expect it, or like when you're not looking. I still believe that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking, and it has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's not to say it won't happen, right? But yeah, I just, I just think that with the whole your your question around like, are we asking for too much? My answer is no. I don't mm. think that we're asking for too much. I just think that I live in a generation where men don't want to pull themselves up by them bootstraps and like. Work a little hard. They they want to call you bougie or like, oh, you're one of these Instagram girls. Like, no, I am just a real woman who's not going to settle. And then all of a sudden, we're the villains because we're asking them to do better for themselves. Well, that's yeah. because they're intimidated and they feel threatened. Yeah. yeah. And then in that case, they're not the person for, for you. Yeah. All right, my listeners. Well, you weigh in. Do you think women are asking for too much from men? I don't think so. Or their partners. Or their partners. Because at the end of the day, whether you date a man or a woman, you still need security, affection. And we didn't even talk about communication. Oh, Chad. That's a whole nother That's another episode. (laughs) Communication is the key. So we just want to say, whatever your list is, think about what is a non-negotiable. And what can you kind of deal with and what you're you're not going to deal with. 
compromise a little bit. Compromise a little bit, but I don't think we should lower our standards. Yeah. And I think if somebody makes you happy, truly happy, weigh what's more important. Is it more important that he has a, a bachelor's, master's, doctorate degree, or is it more important that when I come home, he gonna rub my feet? Right. <laughs> and one last thing to add to that. Make sure that from whatever failed relationship, you take something positive because every relationship is a learning experience. Try not to bring baggage mm-hmm. on your new trip. Oh, yeah. And just life is, is a journey and it's an experience. Life yes. is a journey. Our um, journey, sister speak. Our journey, sister, sister speak. speak. I think um, Christina being our guest should lead us out in prayer. Okay, great. Well, Lord, thank you so much for allowing us to convene once again to record this awesome podcast. And we're just so grateful that you have just put so much wisdom into us. Even though we had some uncomfortable learning experiences throughout our journey, they only just made us stronger and better, as Michelle says. So we're grateful that you've been with us every step of the way. And we're praying that you will continue to raise up God-fearing men who will be great partners, who will communicate and be affectionate and show us security. I know that the world kind of popularizes being toxic in relationships and I'm going to get them before they get me. But God, we just ask that you bring genuine, sweet, caring people into our lives who can only build us and be an equal partner, God. So we just thank you for this clarity and this wisdom that we've gained over the years. And we have so much more to learn, but we're just going to lean on you, God. And we know that you will bring the right people in our lives. So thank you for this episode. We hope it bless someone. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bye. Bye. Bye.